Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, everybody. And look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a, it's plane. a plane. It's... It's uh, it's a it's a poorly formed joke. I didn't know where I was going with it, and uh, it's not yeah, going anywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, super, it's Superman. Superman. That's who it is. <laughs> this is this is gonna be fun. The the absolute all time classic, nineteen seventy six, mm-hmm. Superman. Landmark of fucking superhero film, and I think film in general, really. Uh, yeah, I was oh, telling Dayton man. before we started recording that yeah, Batman 66 might be the first one, but in a lot of ways, this is the progenitor mm-hmm. to every superhero movie yeah. that came after it. It's well, think about oft it, just, imitated. I mean, oft imitated, off, often uh, repeated, often just, it's one of those that, like a lot of movies that we've seen, has like been a pop culture touchstone and just like influenced so many other things and especially in later superhero movies but when you think about the comparison to like batman 66 is a long episode of the tv show and this is a film this isn't a movie honest to god film film. yes (laughs) this is a film Uh, at one point this was the most expensive movie ever made Mm -hmm. at 55 million dollars which was probably an obscene amount in the 70s. Oh, it was. Well, it, there's so much, man. Like Marlon Brando's salary, just mm-hmm. the the special like the special effects that they invented to pull a lot of this off. It seems like to us today, to modern viewers, to a modern audience, probably, yeah, it's gonna seem a little quaint. But my God, it's magic. It's genuine magic on film. I don't mm-hmm. care how you split it. I don't care how you say it. It's awesome. So, yeah, it was. This is so bizarre. Uh, it looks like Superman. It was released in uh, December. Yeah, it had it had multiple like releases. So I think it released the first time on like December tenth at the Kennedy Center. Center. Yeah. And well. Then... So because uh, I was looking in 1978 and it was like, you know, I was like, wait, what? It made like. A whole fuck ton of money. How is it not the top? Mm-hmm. And the reason is that uh, it, its box office grosses in 1979. Oh. Because, well, most of it. Because, like, if you look at 1978, mm-hmm. it's number nine. Yeah, because it released, like, what, so late in the year? That... Yeah, December 15th. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. That's, that's such a bum rap, actually, when you think about it. Or maybe not. I don't know. Which is why it was the highest-grossing movie of 1979. God damn right it was. What are the other highest movies of 1979? Fuck if I know. I'm gonna watch Superman. I don't care yeah. about those movies. I don't know what else was in '79 that was big. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, no, there's or no Jaws. Jaws. 80. No, there's no Jaws here. Oh. Fuck. Jaws two was in '78. Really. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought Jaws was way later then. Yeah. So, uh, I'll just go for ten because I don't think you're gonna get any of this. Though you will know them. all of the movies. Yeah. You, you'll know all of them. Uh, Meatballs is ten. Okay. Moonraker. Oh okay. Nine. The Jerk. <laughs> is yeah. Eight. Ten is uh, seven. Weird. Uh, Apocalypse Now is six. Mm. Alien. 
is uh, five. Oh, yeah. Star Trek the Motion Picture is four. Rocky uh, two uh, is and uh, number two, the Amityville Horror, huh. which is a boring fucking movie. How did that make it's so? I don't know, d- man. People, how the fuck did how Friday the Thirteenth make money? People don't At least have that any has ex- excitement. <laughs> yeah, I guess like they want to go watch it, the horror equivalent of watching paint dry. Yeah, <laughs> the horror, the horror equivalent of an actual ghost story. Oh no, because actual ghost stories have things that happen. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, we'll never cover Amityville Horror because it has like a billion sequels, but maybe we will. Uh, so. Some people that know me know that I do uh, Extra Life, which benefits Omaha Children's Hospital, the Children's Miracle Network there. Um, if you donate $30 or more, you can pick movies for us to to talk about on the podcast. We'll just skip everything and, and do those. And, yeah, we and, will. For charity. For a good For cause. charity. Yeah. Um, so with some exclusions, you know, we'll... We, want to make the best episode possible so you know we don't like to do comedies so don't pick them otherwise yeah. it's gonna be us explaining a joke and just for your own so you get the most bang for your buck if we were already gonna talk about it in the first place like we'll probably just politely say no <laughs> yeah. yeah we won't be dicks about it but uh, uh no we'll be uh we'll be in order there just like you know hey are you guys gonna talk about man of steel yes yeah. We, totally we are <laughs> just be patient. Save, <laughs> pick some, pick something else, or save your money. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you can still donate if you want, but yeah. we just want to get you know, like full disclosure. Some of, some of the shit we're just gonna do, so you don't have to worry about it. Will you it. guys talk about Iron Man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Amityville Horror, that's good. That'd be one. Uh, we weren't ever planning on talking about Harry Potter. Fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, you know. I'd, yeah. Dayton I, has I agreed will... to exactly one Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> one, one whole Fast. You get any one of them. I don't care. So you get your, you get your first dibs. <laughs> Thirty dollars for me to pick, for you to pick one Fast and the Furious movie. Which one do you think is the fastest and furiousest? <laughs> That's my one. That's your. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that. So, uh, yeah, if we'll try to put the link to that to the extra life page in there, and uh, yeah, feel free, mm-hmm. and uh, you can reach out to us. And I'm pretty lenient about what it is, so you know, we'll work with you. We'll get you get you sorted. And uh, yeah, but yeah, Superman. 19. Superman. Superman. Uh, this is this is a fucking banger. It is. It's just an absolute classic. And uh, you want to just get right into it? Yeah, totally. So we open with curtains. Curtains. Curtains it's... that open onto a comic book page, an action comics comic book, and a child is talking about how the people of Metropolis will trust the great metropolitan newspaper that is the daily planet we focus in on one of the panels and from the comic book daily planet we go on to a real daily planet which mm-hmm. I've, I've always liked the idea of this little sequence because the idea of it's like you're opening up a comic book and then it's becoming real 
is being yeah. comic book is becoming film. That's at least how I interpret it. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we get that Daily Planet in, sick. Oh God, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so Man. it's so simple, but just so Richard Donner directed this, and Richard Donner's guiding principle with this film was verisimilitude. That is presenting Superman as real on the screen. And that doesn't mean like, like explaining things away. Like it has a reality to it, but it's very, it's very Superman. Like he, it's, it feels like Superman in 1978, New York city, AKA Metropolis. Yeah. They're not uh, really shying away from anything about Superman. Not really. No. I mean, some of the, so the interpretation that would be around at this time is like the Silver Age Superman, who has all the the goofy aspects like the dog, Crypto, and you know Superman robots and so on and so forth. But this is a very streamlined, to its essence of Superman, kind of approach, and I really like that. Yeah, um, and then yes, as Dayton was about to say, buckle up, yeah, buckaroos. strap in for credits. We got a lot. We got, we got a wrong light wrong. Long ride to fucking planet Krypton, everybody. Five minutes uh, worth. It's, it's, uh, yeah, we're several million light years away from it, and it's just gonna whoosh right past. Just yeah. whoosh. We gotta, we gotta check out all 27 known galaxies before we get to fucking Krypton. And if you look to your left, you'll see the credits. Like <laughs> yeah. The credits nebula. Yeah. They're about to crash into the Star Wars credits. Uh, though it gives you a lot of time to spend with the score, and mm-hmm. the score is awesome. Beautiful. I mean that's one of the wonderful bits about this. I even like the the style of the like the lettering of the how they whoosh forward in the blue. Yeah. But like everybody whooshes through. Like mm. you will know their names. Oh, damn every, it. you will know like uh, Jackie Cooper's here, Gene Hackman's here, <laughs> Ned Beatty's here, Valerie Perrine's here. Oh, they did catering? Wow. wow. Like <laughs> whoosh. Well, I like Best how first boy. it opened Gaffer. with a Richard Donner film, and then it ends. By the time we nearly get to the fucking Red Son of Krypton, it's like directed by Richard Donner. Like thanks. Oh fuck! Fucking, I forgot. I forgot. They, it was five minutes ago. I didn't know why we're. I didn't know who presented this feature. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we we now go to a <clears throat> planet far, far away called Krypton, yep. a world of crystals. Yeah. Healing crystals. And a red sun. Oh, yeah. The red sun, Rao. And, um, and a big dome. A big dome. The... So I, I'm just going to be upfront about this. I One one irk I got with this movie that it like lasted into all of Supermandom thereafter. I don't like Crystal Krypton. I don't like the crystals. I just don't. The model works beautiful, but uh, just I think I get well, why. It, okay, I it's, get it's a it's it, a contrast well, to Kansas later. You have well, it's the, a contrast to Kansas, and it's a contrast to New York, and, and you're Earth. trying to and you're trying to yeah think of something that's really alien, alien yeah, and and would uh, evoke an idea of like they're far ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And even because this this movie also pulls not pulls it originates the the Superman Jesus allegory to the max. So it to even the has max. the it even has the like the Kryptonians 
the the suits that they wear <coughs> are these almost angelic glowing mm-hmm. um, yeah the day glow like yeah outfits Jor-El's going to a rave after this and uh you know they're all going to a rave baby yeah and i'm forming an insurrection a day glow insurrection mm-hmm. a dance erection you can tell they're insurrectionists because they're wearing black and there's only three of them yes uh, yes, Jor-El, uh, played by Marlon Brando, is conducting what I'd call a Zoom call trial because there's dudes <laughs> in the back, <laughs> just their heads. Yeah. <laughs> like the council cannot be bothered to show up. No. We, well, there. That's the, that's the trial dome. You don't want to be in the trial dome. Bad things are about to happen when that dome opens up. But yes, uh, Jor-El, uh, looking great. That... That look is fucking awesome. The black with the Superman emblem and the silver hair. Fucking yes. cool. Oh, uh, it's, um, and they're condemning uh, some people. Uh, with mm-hmm. there's, there's hula hoops there that's keeping them in place. The yeah, hula hoops are spinning. Th- those hula hoops, you can't move out of the hula hoops. They have those spinning hula hoops like fucking everywhere, too. I yeah, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, here's our spinning hula hoop of containment. <laughs> Look at our alien technology. Our hula and, hoops do this on themselves. We don't even have to hula hoop. And, uh, Almost yeah, defeats the point. <laughs> you know, for kids. <laughs> uh, you, They have the three trial people, and uh, I only ever remember Zod. Dayton, what are the other two people's names? <clears throat> so you, General Zod, played by Terrence Stamp, and then you have Ursa. Uh, played by Sarah Douglas, and then uh, Non, played by Jack Halloran, mm. who's the big, bulky guy who doesn't say Yeah, much. who's the delicious Indian bread. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. yeah, oh man. His crimes is that he's delicious with garlic and butter. <laughs> and he's starting an insurrection. It's <laughs> starting an insurrection. What is more, what is more a bigger crime than the other? what is more delicious his only crime was that he was delicious uh yes uh they are trying to overthrow the overthrow the whole thing (laughs) they're trying to try to perform a coup i guess against the people that run this place and they right. failed because there's only three of them. And, and they didn't have any weapons. <laughs> and and all yeah, they like we didn't put enough flyers. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to use strong arguments to perform our instruction, and they got us nowhere. But uh, yeah, they, um, it's it's uh, you know, all the other people are just like, yeah, fuck them, they're guilty, guilty. and they leave the they guilty. leave the Zoom call, mm-hmm. and Jorel. At this point, prior to, he has his long staff. He's going over a list of the charges and how they're horrible people. Like, yeah. nah, he's, he's good with garlic. Uh, <laughs> Ursa, you know, Ursa has, like, her cruelty Attacked a is, mermaid. Yeah. This is, and, uh, you know, General Zod has too bitching of, a, of, a, <laughs> of some facial hair. Yeah. And all these people need to get the fuck out. <laughs> and what I love about General Zod is he has what I'd like to call big dick energy because <laughs> he does. after after so... everybody disconnects his entire thing is you know just, it has to I be can, unanimous yeah you could we still got time we can do this we can pull this off the you vote can, has to you, be unanimous Jorel. 
Yeah, come on, Jarrell. All you got to do is just say no, and then I'll let you be second in command. <laughs> yeah, how about he that? Pitches, he pitches him a subordinate role <laughs> in his new world order. <laughs> because he's Zod. He's so cocksure of his own abilities. It's <laughs> just like, well, why don't you just go ahead and surrender and let me out of these hula hoops, and yeah. together we'll take Maybe over I'll this doomed live. world. How about that? <laughs> That's, and, that is and, some fucking. That's some brilliant. That's why I, he is my one of. He's maybe my favorite Superman villain, just Zod is, in general. But I love Terrence Stamp as Zod. Yes, and uh, you will but down before we join you and your heirs. Yep. And then, the, <laughs> and then the dome opens up. Also, fucking wonderful. Yeah, uh, I you know, effect. I thought that they would get beyond the Thunderdome. Ha. Thank you. Superman movie with your Madden Max. And then the Phantom Zone, which comes out from a bitch at 1970s rock album cover, uh, yeah. flies in. <laughs> you get to vanish to the prog rock zone. <laughs> no! no! You'll forever be doomed to be an album cover floating in space. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's true and then they're all smashed together in that little mirror and then it just flies off through the fucking universe yeah that team rocket blasts off again <laughs> and to be seen in the sequel bye-bye everybody what sequel no that's they're never seen or heard from again they're that's just it they're gone uh-huh mm-hmm. uh yes and uh so you know krypton yep we get to learn all kinds of things about krypton uh, like that it's about to explode. <laughs> like it's, it's fucked. whole thing's fucked. Our crystals yeah. are fucked. Our dayglow outfits are fucked. <laughs> fucked. This whole thing's fucked. <laughs> well, as you can see here, by the sun, <laughs> we're fucked. Like, I, I don't know. I've readings of the planet, and I think we're all fucked. I could have been... You don't understand, Charlie. We could have been a contender. You don't understand. Could I have class? I could have been a contender. <laughs> Instead of a blown-up planet, which is what I am. Instead of wearing this popcorn outfit, I could have been somebody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, they're and everybody else is just like, no, we're paid off by Big Sun, yeah. So we don't we're, accept any of your evidence. The planet's just shifting its orbit, and uh, you need yeah. to stop shifting your pants, Jarrell. We we got this. Everything's fine. Come and on, like, Jarrell. It's like no, you don't understand no. this whole thing. It's gonna go kaboom. <laughs> it's just the, you know, boom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're just their clothes. By the way, at this point, really pop. Everyone mm-hmm. is just like Glowing. it's almost it's and almost too bright. I almost have to look at it as though I'm looking through an eclipse because it's just like everyone <laughs> well, is just like put, you need to put sunglasses on when you're looking at the forms of God. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, but a cool thing about them as well, and this is also movie is the originator of this, and mostly, so we see it first in the on the black outfit. Marlon Brando is Jor-El. He has the Superman S on his chest, and that was his idea. Stands for hope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. That's what it means. It's fine. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's Sorry, cool for it, this movie, I but this. I just like. Uh, I I just. It's it stands for Superman, guys. It just give give yeah, the man a little just, more agency and hit the it, creation of his alter ego. It's fine, but it's a cool idea though. I like the fact that like they did that. He did that. His idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they, um, they're like, nope, you're not going to do anything. You know, it's just, uh, all the scientists, uh, disagree here. We got, uh, we're being paid off by, by big son. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's (laughs) big son. And so he's just like, all right, um, cool. I will abide. I'm going to just remain silent. And I'm going to just, here's what I'll tell you. Neither me and my wife are going to leave Krypton. How about that? That's a very specific choice of words, Jarrell. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go is. over here. I'm going to eat these oranges. <laughs> oh my god, it's a death fruit. Uh yeah, what I uh and actually, it's some of my favorite shit. There's a lot of stuff that I really love about this. Oh god, but... yeah. They get a lot of like uh, kind of do that thing that a few other movies that we've watched, like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, right? How they can do so much with character and environment with so little time. Like, mm-hmm. we get a whole arc for Krypton through this little first, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minute segment. Yeah, well, and uh, one of the things, though, is just, you know, Jarrell's going through, like, I'm going to send him to Earth, mm-hmm. and... uh well, I forget the mom's name. Laura? Laura. What? Laura. L-A-R-A. Yep. Yeah, nailed it. Fuck yeah. Um, it's, it's just like, you know, he'll be... The the atmosphere, you know, he'll be mm-hmm. strong. He'll be different. And, yeah. like, they're kind of... I like their contrast, right? Because, like, Jor-El's thinking about his son's survival from, like, a scientific perspective. And then Laura's thinking of it from, like, a more motherly... Goddamn, I'll say it. Human perspective. You yeah. Know? It's just a neat, like, little thing when you kind of listen to them. Yeah, it's just... how Kal-El's going to, you know, be out he, he won't fit in, and, mm-hmm. like, no, he'll be, like, exalted. You know, like, he'll be... Well, he'll be invulnerable. Fasterable, be, and... Yeah. But faster nothing can hurt him, but, like, you know, she's thinking of it emotionally. Yeah. But, uh, you know, even that is better than dying, so... Yeah, well, yeah. Well, they're, and they're, like, I don't know. They're not... They're, again, they're thinking about his survival now. They're, it's not about them anymore. They got... They're not gonna go past this place. So they gotta put baby Kal-El on the fucking big fucking crystal. It's a big crystal. It's, it's the, a big it's, crystal loaded up with other crystals full of time-life classics. Big fucking star of Bethlehem going straight towards Earth. But, uh, mm-hmm. and, so yeah, and they have this really beautiful final uh, exchange with the baby Kal-El, and I always love that monologue. And and yeah, they they put him in with the the Green red crystal. and yellow. Well, yeah. They, oh, and the, the red col- and yellow robes. Yeah. Yeah. They blankets. They put him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they they send him off, mm-hmm. and uh, almost as if by <laughs> that was the cue. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> The sun just like yeah, thirty shifts, minutes then, are up. Oh, thirty then, days are up. And then all of the the crystals just start fucking going all out yeah, of whack, cracking through the doors and the floors and the walls, and everybody's like, "We didn't expect this. This isn't like shifting its orbit at all. They lied the pla- to us. The Big planet's sun shifting. Lied to us. It's it's shifting its orbit. This is all part of the plan. We have nothing to see here. <laughs> Everything's and... fine. I gotta say though, when the the day glow outfits turn from like the glowing white to red. It's a mm-hmm. beautifully haunting effect as you see the Kryptonians just plunging to their doom into the the just d- destroying carcass of Krypton. 
and then Jor-El and Lara running through the their home, and yeah, it doesn't take long before just it just fucking up and kabooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just just explodes based mm-hmm. on the weight of all those crystals shifting. <laughs> yep. Too many crystals. That's what did him in. I told you we shouldn't have packed this so full of crystal dynamite. <laughs> too many crystals. I gotta say. Too many yeah, crystals. I mean, it looks like, yeah, it got hit by a fucking Death Star. It's it disintegrated. Really it just... <laughs> <laughs> the, sun, the sun grew a little bit. It, it, the sun believed in Christmas a little bit more, and it killed you know, every for, man, woman, and child. a sterile, <laughs> frozen wasteland, they were awful close to that goddamn sun. Right? They were just... Yeah, big sun? I don't know where God Ra was forsaking us. Anyway. The sun. Anyway, that fucking... Praise it. the sun. Praise the sun. And now that fucking star is rocketing towards a planet called Earth as uh, baby Kal-El grows up over the course of three years. And he gets lectures in mm-hmm. space. Yeah, basically just gets just heaps and heaps of knowledge. Okay. So it takes three years, but like, in multiple points, they talk about how it's it's like thousands of years will pass, and it'll feel like well, lights. Ju- yeah, but then at one point, uh, Jarrell says something about Einstein's theory of relativity. Yeah, but it happened thousands of years ago. Don't question him. And and also he's, they say that the destruction of he's the god of everything. I was just very confused because they said that the destruction of Krypton happened sometime on or around 1948. By but human, then, so like it's going by the internal time logic of the movie, right? So it's like by the human time because that that fucking star is booking ass <laughs> yeah. from from Krypton. So by that measure, over a quote-unquote three-year journey once he lands on earth relative for him that was three years ago gotcha and but but yes you're right jor-el can apparently see the (laughs) see the past future well because he can also apparently just talk through the clouds as well man that's why i don't that's why i'm not wild about the remember superman remember who you are praise me superman Praise my name. Yeah. I taught you everything you know. I was killed by Mufasa. <laughs> uh, um, remember. Remember. No, get out of here. <laughs> no, this, this is my is, movie. <laughs> that's not for later. Nobody watched Hamlet. Um, yes, and also at one point, Jarrell says, it is forbidden to interfere by history. Yeah. By who? <laughs> by him by him because he gonna do his, about it <laughs> his... <laughs> well apparently a lot he He's can fucking dead. talk through the clouds <laughs> you don't know what it... dead. <laughs> oh yeah he doesn't have a body anymore but <laughs> what are you... He... oh what are, you... what are you gonna do crystal face <laughs> over here with your fucking blown up planet <laughs> fucking get out of here Fuck out of here with your forbidden to travel through yeah, time. I can title, do whatever the fuck I yeah, want. The title for today's episode is What Are You Gonna Do, Crystal Face? I don't know. Well, again, story reasons. He's just saying that because when Superman travels back in time later, that's why. Yeah, I know. I know that they're setting it but up. They're just like, like. But yes, you're right. Like, what are you gonna do, Dad? <laughs> Bring it. It's, 
Well, I guess his dad can... Well, no, I guess that's not true. I was going to say he could take his powers away, but Superman has to get in that stupid crystal in order to fucking never that to happen. It's all crystals. Crystals all the way down. It's all crystals. It's like Sedona. Ah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) uh, On a leisurely stroll back home, Jonathan and Martha Kent spot a goddamn alien spaceship. What? Why'd you you say that name? Devin, that joke got ruined by in the Batman episode. <laughs> there's no, there's, it's, it's, it's moot now. <laughs> We're over it. The joke's dead. <laughs> the joke died. Um, <laughs> died along with Krypton. Yes, yeah, yeah, so there's um, a friendly couple uh, just puts it along, and they're all jalopy. <laughs> it's probably a new jalopy at that point. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, they see... Uh, the meteor. Well, the ship. Well, yeah. Well, they think it's a meteor. Yeah. Hits the crashes in a cornfield, and they stop, and they're like, "Oh my god, let's investigate!" And they do, and they find a naked boy. Mm-hmm. He's just li- yeah. He's just helicopter dicking all the way through Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's really proud about it. He's just like, "Fuck yeah!" I stuck the landing. He's just arms out and everything. <laughs> He has nothing to be ashamed of, I guess. I stuck the light. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing, you know, Drell did all the calculations and, like, yeah, you're going to. Hopefully not destroy all of the people on this planet. <laughs> oh, fucking! I mean, it it slowed down when its big crystals burned up on re- on entry. Yeah, big crystal spending G, <laughs> and and it also sends. I guess it sends some other shit over in Addis Ababa. <laughs> ruins some fucking a- some fucking farmer's day. Uh, probably, I don't know. Don't some guy found think that about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, Martha's just like, well, you know, we can adopt him. And, yeah, why not? Yeah, I just say it's my cousin's and uh, dropped him off. Yeah, why not? Well, that's the 40s. You can just do that. You could just, in <laughs> well, the 1940s, you could just. 1951 at this point. In 1951, you could just show up with a kid and no one would question you. You'd just be like, yeah, yeah he's mine now. I found him. could. For as much shit as, like, <laughs> went on back then, yeah, probably. That's no, totally yeah, that's, viable. It's, it's way a, harder now to pull that shit nowadays. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. It's <laughs> it's one of those things that's just like you can tell when Superman's written. Because I was going to bring this up earlier, but it's like, oh, yeah, and I can't see through lead. And that's the thing now that's just like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, like, we whatever. don't use that for anything. You're going to need a, new, a shift in, in your I can't see through something now because we don't use lead anymore. Yeah. Well, I can't I mean, see through really old houses that were built before 1970. Oh, God, it's a pipe. <laughs> Shit. Ah, like, we don't use that. It's, yeah, you're it's really right. bad that's, for everybody. It's, it's one of those things. Yeah, I don't think about that anymore. But yeah. It's just like, huh, yeah. Like, it'd be better. Like, I can't see through plastic. Yeah, but that's so, like. That's so ubiquitous. But you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just... it needs to be. It should be something. I'd probably come up with, like, 
Well, they thought, know. well, it was just something that they thought of back in the day. And it was well, just yeah. like, yeah, you and know, it was lead. So, well, yeah, because they used it everywhere. Like, it was pretty, it was everywhere. And your mm-hmm. pencils on your walls. In the gas, everywhere. everywhere. Everyone had lead. <laughs> Buy, worship lead at a church <laughs> of your choosing. Yeah, Jor-El will lead the sermon. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're... No, that's a good point. That's good. Yeah. I don't yeah, really no, think it's... about that anymore. And it probably, <laughs> no, does, well, I mean, just... honestly, probably just doesn't come up anymore. No, but it's just one of those things that's just like, huh, yeah, I guess yeah, he can't. Out, but, yeah. like, Led plays a portion of this book where, like, you know, Lex Luthor has to find a lead box. And I was like, how hard would it be now to find a fucking box Way made of fucking lead? harder than it was for him. I mean, that's <laughs> big. That was like <laughs> a, a lead crate. That's so fucking dangerous to just have around. To just sit on casually. (laughs) Well, also, Lois on her apartment terrace just has lead planters. What the fuck? Yeah, that (laughs) makes just fucking poison food. And I got lead chairs and a lead table and a lead door. Everything's fine. And a lead vest. I'm going to snip it. Yeah. Mm. What I like most about the lead planters is that it tastes so sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, just interesting. Uh, we're moving on, though. It's 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 the 50s, you can tell. They're playing the 50s music. They're playing Rock Around the Clock. It's 1966. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Well, he's he's 18 by now. That's true. Yeah. Oh, man, they just haven't updated their music. Though I guess it is Kansas. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, the point. <laughs> like, it, and I mean, like, they were still relatively new-ish songs then, I guess. Like, what were they listening to again? It was Rock Around the Clock. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, that's what they were, like, listening to. Well, yeah, to. it is Kansas, so why not? Yeah, it's just, uh, hold on. Now I gotta, like, check. Bill Haley and the Comets. We mustn't ever forget about the Comets. Oh, God, never. Yeah, 1954? That's why I was like, I was very confused about the year because I was like, wait, that that's like a mid 50s song. Like, I guess he's just into the oldies yeah, or be. it's Kansas. It's just Kansas it's now. Kansas. Yeah, it's just Kansas. It's, it's, is it 12 years ago or is it just Kansas? You never know. <laughs> I don't know. We visited. We know. It's, you see people all the time in Kansas. They're just not getting to Kanye. It's kind of cute. Um, but yeah, we have Teen Clark. He's not part of the the football practice. He's nope. He's the managing. guy that cleans up. Yeah, like the mm. I don't, assist not assistant coach probably isn't the right word, but he's no. the guy that cleans up. After Student manager. The, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I don't know anything about that shit, so I wouldn't know. But and, well, it's just like, organizes you know, the helmets, fucking cleans up after the guy's shit on the field, all that. Yeah, all that it's Clark. We need all these things on this bench. We got a big game tomorrow. Put it on the bench mm. and. Yeah, Clark sees a, a girl with the pom-poms because the cheer practice at the same time. He's like, I got it, and it's Lana Lang. And I was like, oh, hey, that's cool that yeah. they threw all of those things in there. And he's hitting on the girl, and then the douchebag comes in and like, Brad. yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, fucking Brad. Fucking Brad. And, yeah. He, he shows like, up again later. Does he? He does. Superman 3. Oh, yeah. Sorry. With Lana. Yeah. yeah. We gotta, we gotta do this long-term booking <laughs> Superman three. Well, we gotta keep, keep my. Well, Margot Kidder refuses to work with us. So we need to find somebody. <laughs> we need somebody has. To, we gotta find a love interest for Superman. <laughs> well, uh, who else is there? Lana. No, it is cool that Lana was there though. 
Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that they couldn't find like a Pete Ross or somebody, but no, it's again one of those nice like they cared. You could tell that they took a little investment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this pisses him off that people are mean to him, and so Clark just grabs a a football and punts it into the next county. You're goddamn right, he does. Just. He punts it somewhere, I believe I said, in low Earth orbit. <laughs> yeah, probably. That <laughs> thing's going to fucking smack in the Sputnik. Uh, Which, uh, uh, looking at the rules here, would be a touchback, and uh, the other team would get uh, would start on the 20. Yeah, they'd need to get a different ball, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Clark just... You know, I like the restraint, because I was thinking, like, if this was in a modern movie, they'd show, like, him just fixing everything immediately, too. Mm-hmm. They'd just be like, zoom, and then everything would be fixed. Mm-hmm. With the same kind of... They never do that with his super speed, where no, it's never it's like, just a... like it's done. Like, yeah. whoosh. Like, it's that fast. I like that. Also, it's fucking saves on fucking production. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> but, cash. like... like but no, it's totally true. Also, the actor Jeff East, who plays uh, teenage Clark here, I gotta say that dude looks a lot like Chris Reeve. He does. I was gonna say that. Like they they managed. They to found get a it. guy that like that's stellar. And even like all the the man like they they act very sim like they mm-hmm. feel like the same person. Well, it was very I th- good. I think Jeff East said in an interview that like as they were making this, like he spent like a few months hanging out with Chris Reeve while he was developing the Superman and Clark kind of just so that they could get the mannerisms about right. And it really shows, man. He looks Mm -hmm. like he acts like a young Clark Kent. Um, But yeah, he, he runs on home Mm -hmm. and runs like alongside a train and like a little girl sees him. Everybody else is just like, it's fucking Kansas. Yeah. Nobody cares. cares. And in some cuts of this movie, it's not. So here's a fun fact. The two, so it's supposed to be Lois. That's young girl's Lois. And those two people playing her parents are Kirk Allen, who's the guy who played the actor who first played Superman on film, and Noel ne- Neal, who played Lois Lane. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not know that that was... Yeah. And yeah, in some cuts of the movie, because this... So I watched this on HBO Max, and this movie's like an hour and 23 minutes long. And I don't know where, like, the extra... No, it's two hours and 23. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know where the, the extra, like, 16 minutes comes in. Some Opening stuff, credits. I don't know, man. They they felt the same. I was just trying to figure out, because, like, there's so many different version, Well, things that are not in and not in this movie sometimes. Like, sometimes on Krypton, there's a whole, like, Kryptonian security guard who goes to the... Who's going to go sent by the council to investigate Jor-El and shit. There's just stuff like that, so, I don't know. Yeah. But he... Runs uh, home. Finally. Outruns, the, outruns the train and past it, so he mm-hmm. gets in front of it, doesn't want to wait at the rail crossing, uh, which is is really cool, and then makes it and just sitting by the truck, and the, the douchebags come by oh, brad bag and then the cheerleader no the no, no. <laughs> they're all, all of them <laughs> i know even lana <laughs> <laughs> fuck them <laughs> they wouldn't invite him for records yeah come on no nah. and it's like hey clark how'd you get here so fast and he's like i ran and they think he's just full of shit yeah or just lies. a weirdo yeah and they drive off and i uh, talk to jonathan kent and yep <clears throat> Uh, but I like this um, 
Clark complains, and he's just like, you know, I know I can't do all this stuff, but like, you know, as a bird showing off when he flies, you know, it's because his dad's like, you know, you probably shouldn't just go and like, I know it's fun to yeah. go out there and just show off, but you can't. And I know you want to, but if the, he's given he's given really good fatherly wisdom, and he says, you know, son, you are here for a reason, and it ain't to score touchdowns, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a great contrast to Jor-El is like Jor-El's like I got a plan for you kid and then Jonathan Kent's like you you find that reason kid you know whatever you well, think it's it, gonna be yeah and it's some of the best stuff well, about Superman is that he's raised by the best of humanity yeah yeah he's he like that the everybody in the world was so lucky that that ship crashed in front of those people you know like fate was just so kind there, that like it's it's like one of the like wonderful bits about it, you know. And the cancer looked so important to Superman and the whole that whole aspect of the mythology. And I love Glenn Ford as like again that you they do a lot with characters with a short amount of time because yeah I'm, jonathan kent is barely in this movie barely like, in this movie but has a strong presence and leaves an impression exactly well. Because, yeah, he pretty much shortly after this, the last piece of fatherly wisdom gets a heart attack and dies. Yeah. And, and it's a valuable lesson <sighs> for young Clark Kent at that point because he, like, I couldn't save him for all the things that I could do. Just some things you just can't, you just can't change, Clark, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But, it's... and then he later decides to <laughs> affirm, well, assert he's... himself and fucking change some shit later. But,. You know, it's a good lesson, though. It's a valuable lesson. Well, and it's just, you know, it, it, it's better than, you know, something else that you could have done. And oh, like gonna... uh, dematerializing into the wind? <laughs> just becoming one with a <laughs> twister? <laughs> My people need me. <laughs> need to go, I need to go back to my home planet of Twister. Oh, I boy. Need... That'll you know, be and, fun. And it... <laughs> and it's a, you know, and it's a much better piece of life advice. It's just like you're still here for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. Then, oh, what do you want me to do? Let that bus full of children die? No, well, maybe I don't know. Fuck it. I was in Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> fucking stupid shit. I was the postman, you know. Yeah, remember me in Tin Cup? <laughs> Nobody else does. <laughs> Man, uh, it's funny you bring up most expensive movies. Uh, you remember Waterworld? I drank my own piss. <laughs> most expensive movies sank the sank that fucking. <laughs> yeah, they still uh, they still have that setup in Universal because they can't afford to strike it. <laughs> they turned they made a whole theme park, put it around it. <laughs> Why are we talking about Waterworld? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> anyway. But for $30 to Extra Life, we will talk more about Waterworld. There we, that'd be perfect. That's uh, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely Fuck. a charity case. <laughs> Kevin Costner drinks his own piss. What more do you want? Yeah, he's coming got soon gills. to it. He's got gills. Yeah. 
yeah. Dennis Hopper chews the scenery. Yeah. And he trades stuff with dirt. <laughs> Looking for land. It's so dumb. <laughs> they agreed. Some motherfucker was pitched that and liked it so much. He put so much money in on so it. So much fucking money. It's amazing. It's almost an achievement. Like, it's not something to be proud of, but it's definitely something to declare when you talk to people. <laughs> Woo! Anyway. All right. All right. Anyway, that. Yeah. So the really sad funeral scene uh, happens where. Uh, Jonathan, you know, it's Ma, Kent, and, and Clark, and all of Jonathan's friend is there at the funeral. <laughs> I guess <laughs> like nobody there. Yeah, well, I mean, Smallville's a small, small town. It's not really a town. It's more like a, a community uh, of a village. It's it, yeah. It's a high school in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. That's now, the county we, high school. Yeah, you you think I'm joking, but no, I've been to those fucking places. <laughs> they exist. Yeah. Um, so sometime after that, in, in the middle of the day for night, Clark wakes up, uh, from, in his pajamas and, and is drawn to the barn and mm. finds the ship. Yep. Finds his, finds his ship and the green crystal that Jor-El had placed in there. Mm-hmm. And I guess and, he gets the, just has this feeling that he's got to go north. Yeah. You and know, I, it's all kryptonians have yeah it's like a goose (laughs) kryptonian (laughs) goose (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i I hope not things didn't go well for goose oh no he's not gonna get bonked (laughs) this goose can actually fly he can handle a bong yeah a bunch of bongs oh by the way while we're talking about because this is the last time we're gonna be in kansas for a while I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. I mean, we're technically not. We're in Calgary, but that's not the point. The but this the is Kansas a, of Canada, the Stampede territory. Uh, it's a beautifully shot movie. Like these, some of these mm-hmm. shots of just the Kansas and stuff. Oh, they're just gorgeous. Yeah, there's too many mountains for it to actually be Kansas. Like there's yeah, actual like hills enough, and shit. Not enough flat land. You can't just see the curvature of the earth, so yeah. it's definitely not real Kansas. But yeah, it's the Beautiful, contrasting though. nature of the movie because there's a lot of different locales, really. Well, when it's you get like, to it, when you think about how they broke this down, it's like three, three kind of part, like three distinct kind of mini movies to make up one whole Superman movie. So you got the science fiction alien Krypton movie. You got the growing up life in kansas you know slice of americana uh kansas part of the movie and then you got the actual heart and soul of the you know well not heart and soul but the the meat of the matter which is in metropolis where superman's supposed to be and then we end on a desert yeah so i mean i get to it so but yeah and then we go uh north to the mountains mm-hmm. um to Somewhere, somewhere we're in a big frozen wasteland, and Clark's like, "I gotta something tells me I gotta fucking just chuck this fucking this crystal over fucking there. crystal. I have just, no idea where I am. Just eat <laughs> this bitch to the moon, fucking. <laughs> it does, and it lands on the fucking ground, and then it sinks, and the fucking. It's cool. I like I like how it the the fortress of solitude like grows, but once again, <coughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. 
And it's a real shame because they've used this so as the for- foundation of the Fortress of Solitude for the last 50 years. I don't like I I'll never like it. I'll never the, the Silver Age Fortress of Solitude, the Bronze Age Fortress of Solitude was somewhere where he is so fucking cool, is so fucking unique. It's like that's like Batman's got the Batcave and it's all nocturnal and it's got his trophies and a fucking dinosaur and a big ass penny and it's where he keeps his cars. Superman is a giant gold door with a key the fucking size of a mountain that he needs to open it and it has the goddamn Titanic in it. It has a time machine. It has fucking Superman robots that maintain it. It has a zoo. Fucking ah. It's so, it's just so barren. It's a place for solitude. I don't care. The solitude doesn't mean it can't be aesthetically pleasing. Nope. Nope. I have solitude. My place isn't aesthetically pleasing at all. Once yeah, you have aesthetics. You just sit, uh, you're recording in just a plain white room. <laughs> I, yeah. I've, I've, that's what I've been doing. Just doing that and eating saltine crackers. <laughs> Waiting for the next recording session. I have a TV. And uh, I watch the movies, and I have a computer, and I record, and it's all very Spartan and barren. <laughs> it sounds like a prison sentence. It really does. <laughs> um, moving on. Yeah, and uh, yes, yeah, so then um, he he finds the uh, hallucination of Marlon Brando's head. It's not a hallucination. Or a, I know. It's a projection. It's a projection. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a crystal mask that starts, then Marlon Brando's face projects around him. And I've been dead for a I've been thousand dead for years. A while, but now I'm back, and now I'm going to teach you the ways of how to be a friend. You, you, can't, you don't get your name till later. Yeah, you're going to be a super, super friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take him to the mattresses. <laughs> and so he does, and it's like... Thank you for buying the Kryptonian playbook. For the next 12 years, we'll be here in the Fortress of Solitude. Tripping me balls and... and journeying through the universe. Well, yeah, tell it you gets about weird. It. It's cool, though. It's fucking sweet. Well, yeah, we, we go through a whole psychedelic dream sequence with a crystal Marlon Brando head. Yeah, that's a sentence that actually happened. No, I'm not joking. Yeah. Like, No, I was being serious. It was like, that yeah. actually happened. Yeah, and then we, you know... We see a, a dapper man is like, there's no earthly way of knowing. And we just keep going. <laughs> it's like, no, cut. That's the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. We wandered into the wrong set. And then inside the Fortress of Solitude, which is just like kind of its own little slice of Krypton. I think that's yeah. why they did it, to just make I, it. I know. I know. I'll never like it. It has bottomless pits, too. Oh, yeah. Which, uh... Many, many bottle. Because, like, you know, that's what you need in your Fortress of Solitude. Don't well, need no a chair. one else is no one else is supposed well, to be well, there. No one again. Just because no one's supposed to be there, just, you think that like a den for somebody is like no one's supposed to be in my den, so I can't have a chair or a table. <laughs> no. no, this is my this is my uh, hall closet of solitude. I just stand in there if I need solitude. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm in no my sense. den. <laughs> Makes no goddamn sense. I don't care if it's supposed to be a slice of Krypton. A slice of Krypton can still have some aesthetics. Can still have some stuff. It has a. It has that Crystal Vogue. Fuck Crystal Vogue. <laughs> and it's. Vogue it has ball. that and, it, and the most uh, drink substance on all of Krypton. Crystal Pepsi. 
right now. Hey, it man and Superman. Um, and yeah, actually, we see uh, him. He's like it's the full mm-hmm. thing. Chris Christopher Reeve is now here. He's our Superman. We are like 50, 50 minutes into the movie, and he flies at us. Yep, and that's actually I think I think that's actually the first the first time I actually did the flying with him full like the wire work and stuff. And uh, I would like to take a moment to say that I fucking love the suit. It's great, isn't it? It's it's just cloth. It's just there's nothing to it. And like I got to tell you, it's the Superman suit. They didn't fuck with it that much. Yeah, it's just a, a form fitting outfit with a very long flowing cape. Yeah. And it's got the yellow accents, and it's got the uh, the red part for the trunks, which is totally fine, and I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. I don't either. And it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm not. I no. am absolutely like. Well, it's just so iconic. It's it, for one thing, it's so iconic, and then another part is that it breaks up all that fucking blue. Yeah, otherwise, like, looks really weird without and the color to break it up. Like, you know, us being fans of professional wrestling, it has the roots in that kind of aesthetic and look as well, because that's kind of what the uh, Siegel and Schuster were going for. Yeah, Strongman and, strong like, old yeah. Carney Strongman Sideshow stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was it was a visual language that we just don't have, so it looks different and weird to us. Yeah. But, like, the idea and of those... when you think about all the, all the stuff that they... <clears throat> those two just threw in, like... I kind of pulled like what Quentin Tarantino does. They just took all the stuff that they loved and poured it into like this, like the Superman that we know is like the third incarnation ish of that, of the character of Superman that they were working with since like 1933. And it's like, there's like Metropolis is named after the movie Metropolis. Like Clark Kent's named after Clark Gable and Kent Taylor. Like, you know, it's just, there's so much it's, I don't know. I just love it. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, uh, he looks. That's that verisimilitude, though. He looks like Superman, like in, just in right 19th, off the pages in the present yeah. day of the time. Yeah, <clears throat> yep, and acts like, it, like him. Yeah, he's. There's <sighs> no, you know, anything like that. It's not like this is Kryptonian battle armor, no, or or Under Armour even. This is or anything. It's just that's just what it is, and it looks great. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. But anyway, we go now to Metropolis, which is not New York City. It may look a lot like New York City, but I assure you that it is not. It's 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 New York. It's, it's it, New York City. No, it is. Pay it's, no attention to the fact that it looks like New York City. It I is, don't mind that though. It's I like, know. It's, it totally works though, because it it's, still has the things like the Daily Planet's still there, and it has mm-hmm. the fucking globe. It has God the globe on top. Yeah, why would you ever just not have that and make One it look those, like a normal those, office building? Yeah, and just have the globe like in in the foyer of the building. I don't. I don't know. Why would you do that? Fucking. We'll get there one day. But yeah, it's a big bustling newsroom because they're selling newspapers. For those of you that aren't aware, we used to cut down trees and print news on it. We still. And do. this is. Yeah, we still do. But, like, you know, it used to be a bigger deal back then. And you could have fully stocked newsrooms, people smoking, and really working on the news. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Yeah. Really. Meet Jimmy Olsen and mm-hmm. Lois Lane and Perry uh, White. Perry White. Great Caesar's ghost. It's yeah. Perry White. Goddamn right, it's Perry White. Played by Jackie Cooper. And, uh, 
No, it's Coop. Cooper. I think it's Coop. I almost said yeah. Coogan would have been Uncle Fester. Oh, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Clark, who's been hired on. Uh, he just came off the street here. He has no formal experience or anything. He's been yeah. spending the last 12 years in the, what's it, the Arctic? But he's they a real good that. typist. He's yeah, the, in my forty years of in the in the news business, he is by far the fastest typist I have ever seen. And that's that's all you need. Back then, you could just show up with that, and they'd hire you. Yeah, probably. Why not? And uh, I he's got the... a snappy, punchy prose style. He does. And not yeah, he... only that, but he shows his editor the proper respect. Yeah, that's that's important here. Um, and we have, we're going to give him, you know, he hasn't worked at a paper before. We'll give him the city beat. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's Lois's beat. She's been uh, trying to pitch this whole story, even though Lois cannot spell. Uh, that's a running no, gag. It's a fun, it's a funny running gag. And it, yeah. if you watch, did you watch this with the uh, captions on? Because this was no. the first time I actually noticed what she's talking about. It's like murders and orgies out of senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that it was. She was talking about orgies and murder. Yeah, but uh, you know, so it sounds like not much has changed since 1978. <laughs> Nothing at all. It's the usual Metropolis fare. Um. But yeah, uh, Clark Kent, by the way, is uh, kind of a wuss, a mm-hmm. bit of a dork, and I love him. Yeah, and kind of out of step with, which is kind of brilliant when you think about it. Like he like he goes to a newsroom, he's wearing a suit and a hat. Everybody's all casual by then in nineteen. So like when you think about it, for him, what he would think about how people, what they look like when they go to work, is like a decade late. Yeah, he looks like he's would have been dressed like in the nineteen thirties. Yeah, even. Like yeah. The, the original Superman yeah. would have been like suit and hat. Yeah. And, and the big glasses and looking a bit like Harold Lloyd. Um, and he and he's uh he slouches and he stammers and, and one of the things that this movie does amazingly well, not this movie necessarily, but Christopher Reeve did, he sells it. You can buy that Clark Kent and Superman are two distinct different people. Yeah, there's a point that I'll bring up here, and there a, a spot that I'll bring up where it's uh, you get to see that great acting that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's you know, hey Lois, it's been, you know, it's, it's just been really swell working here. You know, it's longer hours, but uh, I don't you know. mind. Yeah. And he definitely, yeah, he gets, he's getting the Clark's getting the full George Lucas here because mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, he's very, he's very. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, hey, yeah, um. Yeah, I, I think I really like Metropolis. I like the big city. Oh, what's this? This man wants me to come over here. I, we better listen to what he has yeah. to say. You better give, you better give him uh, your uh, your purse, loss. Yeah, um, you know I don't have any valuables, but uh, you know here you go. And the guy's like, you know, you should you should really give up and you know fight you know, do something else. And he's like, yeah, I think I will. Right after I take her purse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he. Lois decides to like save herself and kicks the dude. Well, yeah, just showing that great contrast with between Clark, like how Clark Kent is around people, and then Lois Lane. Lois being the fucking badass journalist that she is, she just fucking punches the dude. <laughs> fucking, you know, Clark gets shot, of course. Well, he catches the bullet. He catches the bullet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because it's gonna go for Lois, and then he catches it mm-hmm. really quick uh, before she even notices, and. You know, then he's like, "Oh, I pass out," and she thinks he's dead. And they're like, "No, you know, I guess I must have fainted." It's I just, just fainted uh, in the heat of the moment. 
Uh, yeah, I, can't, I don't like confrontation. And yeah. Oh, is it really worth going after that for ten dollars, a couple credit cards, and a uh, and a compact? Tech? Yeah. He's like, how did you do that? Like, how did I do what? You just you just explained all the exact contents of my purse. Oh, huh. walking like, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't looking through it or anything. <laughs> mm. Anyway. And then further, we, huh? Yeah, further downtown, we meet up with Otis. We get to see our boy Otis. I love Otis. Otis is great. Otis is wonderful. Ned Beatty. Uh, just getting uh, tailed by some detectives. Yeah. For Harry the I've... Hat and Amis. Mm-hmm. All right, Amis. And... I don't know why. Ever since I first saw this movie, that name and that delivery of that line has always stuck with me. All right, Amis. <laughs> And, like, we see Otis as he looks like he's, uh, you know, some sort of, like, carnival barker in that hat and jacket. <laughs> yeah. Come he's, on, he's boy, win a prize. Yeah, like, <laughs> Come on in. Come on into our train station. Come on, follow field. me. Come on, follow me in. We're going to meet Lux Luthor. Come on in. I'm meet gonna the get lucky pa- lady. I'm, I'm going to eat some candy and steal a paper from a blind man. He tries to, yeah, he's trying to steal blind man's pretzels. And then the dog is just like, hey, hey, don't you steal his fucking pretzels. Hey, you can't bring back with those pretzels, you fat boy. And the, and the dog, yeah, because the blind man can't fucking see. He's blind. <laughs> and, but he somehow trained the dog to, like, do the exact counting because he pays for the paper. Oh, that's the thing you're going to disbelieve in this one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. My suspension of disbelief, you had me with the alien. You had me with the, I was there. I was at the port with the crystals. The, I money was with, ca- the, the dog that can dog. sniff out intruders. Not, not intruders. intruders but he's a thieves. Thieves. Sneak thieves. Pretzel thieving bastards. That's how you know Otis is up to no good. He yeah, was that's... about to steal from a blind man. <laughs> yeah. All right, Amos. And so Harry and Armas decide to follow him through uh, not Grand Central Station. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not. I don't know what it is, but it's not that. It's and, definitely not that. That's somewhere else. That's upstate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Otis goes and... Uh, does the whole hide behind a th- like a, a recessed portion of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and then a train passes by, he disappears. Yeah, and, then and Harry the, d- the hat's like, ah, oh, so that's how he does it. He dies in a train track. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! He dies and is resurrected. He's a more cri- clever criminal than I could have ever expected. Wow! All right, Amos. And uh, Harry tries to open the door, but Lex Luthor is watching and has some of the best lines in the picture. Where mm. He's just like, it's amazing that that brain can generate enough power to move those legs. And, <laughs> and then uh, he, he controls the if the door opens or not. And so Harry the, de- Harry the Hat Detective is like, all right, how do I open this thing? And then a train's coming along and then Lex Luthor is slowly o- pushing the door open and the detective's struggling to stay there. But nope. He gets thrown to his timely demise. Yep, and uh, the only thing that the other detectives find is his hat. He's yep. completely obliterated by the train. <laughs> but his hat stayed, <laughs> so they the know hat. he would he would he would never detect anything without his hat. And then oh, no. Armis is like airy, and then Miss Tessmacher is like sick. You're really sick. You fucking killed that guy. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> I mean, I know we're like hand waving this, but yeah, you just killed a fucking cop, Lex. This <laughs> is like I knew you were bad, but Jesus. And you laughed about it. <laughs> yeah. He is so happy. 
Uh, yes, Gene Hackman is fucking great. He's awesome. It may not be the comic accurate Lex Luthor, but my God, if it is not fun to watch. He is, uh, this Lex Luthor is just the world's greatest criminal. Uh, he does crime. We yeah, don't know really what he, yeah, he just lives under, uh, in like an, abandoned... an abandoned subway station. Mm-hmm. It's and got all kinds of things. It's got a library, it's a pool. Super cool. Superman should use that as the fucking fortress of solitude. Nah, that has. Like, you wouldn't have nearly enough solitude. There's so many different trains and shit. Mm-mm. Just close the door. That's enough solitude. Solitude doesn't mean you have to. Nope. Spartan solitude. <laughs> Even the Spartan solitude thing. Anyway. Uh, so uh, Lex Luthor, played by Gene Hackman, has his two goons, played by, uh, well, Otis, played by Ned Beatty, and then. Uh, Miss Taxmacher, played by Valerie Perrine, and uh, it's like Miss Taxmacher, like his girlfriend or something. I like, don't know. That mole. just kind of hangs out, like yeah. Yeah. secretary, because she lives there. Yeah, presumably. Presumably, I, they all live there. Yeah, being wanted like, people. You know, how many other girls can say that they have a Park Avenue address? Yeah. Park Avenue yeah. address, two hundred feet below. Yeah, but he's he knows more than the suckers. He's gonna do the biggest real estate deal of all time. Yeah. Yeah, you used me for land development. Land development. Uh, yes, that's his his plan, which we will find out later involves some form of real estate. But he has found the newspaper. Lex Luthor relies on the Daily Planet for his all of his. Everybody deeds. in Metropolis does. It's mm-hmm. it's it's your most. That's like the kid at the introduction told us. Everyone in Metropolis trusts that fine periodical. Mm-hmm. And there's a nuclear test that's going to happen. This is front page news. Well, you know nothing else is happening. Super slow. Up slow news day. Also, the Mets lost. I looked at that on the back of the paper. <laughs> well, it's just a normal day. <laughs> It's barely news. Doesn't even qualify for the fucking paper. That's a recurring article, really. Mm-hmm. Mean, they, they just, just... kind of copy. Him. <laughs> they just take it and then they take the t- to oh, the other Steve team Lombard, name. And they're... you lazy fuck. <laughs> it's just like oh, Mets lose again by, and then they just put a different number in because the Mets didn't score any runs, and then they just change the team name and they're done. Article writes itself. Mm-hmm. Fucking got him. <laughs> take that, Mets. Fucking yeah! Um, so where are we? Oh, yeah, the, the periodicals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's them, Miss Tessmacher uh, and uh, Lex Luthor and them. They're going to be doing some sort of plan. We'll meet up with them in a bit. Yeah, uh, but now Lois Lane has to go meet up, well, try and catch up with uh, Air Force One before it lands to interview the president. So she's going to mm-hmm. leave by helicopter from the Daily Planet to i don't know metropolis international and that's how ex- that's how fucking the uh, flush with cash this fucking uh air place is it has a helipad and a helicopter yeah and an air and crew whole- on top <laughs> for, just for this it's awesome that's, that's what that's- i like to see with my fucking daily planet and yeah clark asks lois for a date mm-hmm. gets shot down immediately um I'm just like, here, can you mail this for me? Yeah. And he tries to go into the women's bathroom. He gets all, like, he gets his door, like, his coat stuck in the door. Yeah. He's just a giant dweeb. He's a huge dweeb. But uh, Lois goes up to the, uh, well, goes up to as the, uh, uh, to the helipad. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's and a... it. And that's, that's the correct usage of that phrase. And 
uh, if you'll notice, the pilot, the voice of the pilot, is one Christopher Reeve. I did not notice that. Yep, you have to listen real closely, but that's Chris Reeve. It's interesting that they got him as the pilot. Probably to save on money. <laughs> I suppose. He's not playing the pilot, he's just the voice on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but interesting yeah. choice. Um, but yeah, he, the helicopter gets snagged on some wire because yep. there's a loose bracket so it hold like then the tail gets out of whack hits you know, the in, air in crew those, in one of those horrible accidents where one thing just dominoes effects and just gigantic fucking colossal damage happens and people's lives are threatened so one of those casual accidents happens yeah you know diamond happens all the, happens all the time well actually uh by my estimation this is the worst day for air travel in metropolis that i've ever seen oh that's right yeah (laughs) so um there's an accident the pilot is knocked out by the spinning of the aircraft but not lois lane she's tough she's tough and and she decides that she's got to climb out through the pilot because the way that it's hanging off the building (laughs) yeah so like the passenger side is hanging off the building and she's gonna fall if she doesn't fucking hustle ass Mm mm-hmm and her hat falls and then clark just kind of like wanders outside and just like, oh, what's all these people doing out here? Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh hey, a hat, free hat. Maybe Lois like this. Oh God, oh. damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like that. And uh, he's like, I gotta do something here about this quick. And then he goes for a phone booth, and it's like one of those open phone booths. Yeah, and like this is a joke that new like, in the seventies. And this is a joke that can't land anymore because, like, if you're, you know, I'd say if you're, like, 18, you wouldn't know why. You wouldn't, wouldn't, maybe not, but I think you'd still understand the the imagery. Yeah, Superman normally would go to a phone booth. Yeah, Yeah, he'd just do the quick change, and then this does, yeah. Um, So he uses one of those uh, rotary, rotating doors. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And changes... And uh, and a pimp looks at his suit and like that's a cool suit. Yo, Jim, that's a bad outfit. And then he does the Ric Flair woo while Superman says, "Excuse me," and goes to save Lois. And then flies, and catches Lois. And yeah, Margot Kidder uh, does an amazing job as oh, yeah. Lois, just selling like how fucking nuts this entire situation, <laughs> situation is. is. Well, that, again, that's what I like about it. It's like that's the verisimilitude at work. It's a comic book accurate Superman in the real world of 1978 essentially like yeah the accident's a bit overblown but that's essentially what's happening here Mm -hmm. and yeah it's like oh i got you she's like you got me who's got you Mm -hmm. and i love that line oh it's great and then he catches the helicopter as it starts to crash down this with one one arm (laughs) and he's got an arm around the list and it's like like, this is fucking nothing i'm gonna fly you to safety and he does yep and she's like well who are you and he's like a friend, and then the theme's like, bum, 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 bum. It's a friend. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. <laughs> Just Damn. a friend. She's only got a friend. Uh, yeah, and so we get to see more city flying, which for the time, for 1978, is astounding. And still, at parts, looks really good. Yeah, I, I'm, I enjoy it. I mean, I don't. Like, you just. That's just something that's going to happen. When well, yeah, I mean. Like. But goddamn it, some of it's just really good. Some of the effects are are really good. There are some effects that aren't as good because yeah. they, this is a very early like blue screening, mm-hmm. and 
you know, projecting here. And, like, selling that mo- the effect of Superman flying is obviously a very big part of yeah the whole experience. Well, I mean, and, like, think about it. Like, if they had made, like, a Spider-Man movie in 1978, right? How, like, groundbreaking that would have looked at the time, and then we would have gotten to a point, like, now and be like, wow, it's kind of... It's cool for the, you know, like just going, like trying to think about it in like a, in a 1978 mindset and seeing this for the first time is like, those wouldn't stand out nearly as glaringly to us, you know? No, yeah, for sure. I'm just, I'm just pointing out, you know, yeah the effects, you, it's just to be expected, but even still, it's like, that looks amazing at times and it would be, you know, I don't think it's really... Even though it's from the seventies, it did, this still felt in a lot of ways kind of fresh. I think mm-hmm. the optimism oh, yeah. is what made well, it the, feel so the, fr- refreshing. The earnestness of it, you know, the and that's like what Richard Donner said in an interview when he was talking about it. He was like, when he first took the when the Salkins offered him the job, you know, he was like, kind of realized like the you're kind of a custodian for a piece of like. A, re- some, a real piece of like uh, American iconography and American mythology, and it's like you gotta you gotta be true to that. So that that's what he was going for. Him and Tom Mankiewicz, who rewrote the fucking five hundred page Mario Puzo script, uh, that's what they went for. Because mm-hmm. like when they were first making the movie, that's what everybody was worried about. Well, that's kind of what the initial. I think for the Salkins, that was the initial hope. And then Richard Donner wanted to do, like, no, this is going to be a film. We're going to do Superman the way it kind of should be done for a modern... modern yeah, uh, the motion picture. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Sorry, I thought we rambled there. No, it's it's all good. And, yeah, we get to see more all of this part where it's just Superman doing, like, yeah, normal Superman, Superman things. Yeah. And, and yeah, this, he here's another thing too. Notice in this, he doesn't ever punch anybody. There's never a fight in this no. movie. Saved it for this next one, the continuation. Yeah, that is, huh? Well, yeah, and like the the confrontation and everything, because like in a, other superhero movies, he would have met up with Lex Luthor like several times, mm-hmm. and there would have been like an opening thing, and like a back and the forth kind of mm-hmm. thing. No, they only meet once. Essentially, yeah. And it's mostly brought on, like, they mainly interact because Lex knows that Superman is going to stop his plan if he's not dealt with elsewise. Yeah, because otherwise Superman does not have a fucking clue that Lex Luthor even exists. Yeah. If he does, it's just like a name he heard in the newsroom, possibly, but not as an entity that he has to deal with. Not something on his radar. Lex make Lex puts himself on Superman's radar because he has to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we get uh Yeah, Superman does like the nineteen sixties Batman thing where like there's a guy trying to like climb up a yeah, uh, a wall and he just stands on the that, on the another, side of the building. It, it, what, what does he say too? He was like he says something. Couldn't you use the elevator? Yeah. Is the elevator Trouble not good enough for you? Yeah. And what I love about this and uh, Superman 2, though, again, I don't feel like it's shown in a lot of other interpretation it, interpretations is he's got a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually kind of he actually has a personality. He's not just kind of a cardboard cutout of a superhero just standing there. Well, and um, I, I do think it's interesting because, you know, we were talking about how different Clark and Superman appear. Mm. But in a lot of ways, they are still like the, the similar the threats. Like they just. 
a lot more confidence yeah. and doesn't slouch and just his posture and everything it just yeah confidence man mm-hmm. he takes it takes the the thief down to the cops and like yeah you know confession's good for the soul this man has a lot to say yep. he has jewels and hands him off to the cop officer mahoney and then he flies off to deal the, with uh car chase yep. robbers mm-hmm there's thieves <laughs> they're using sped up sped up technology sped up film <laughs> yep uh and yeah he takes the whole boat that's mm-hmm. so fucking cool and well, just yeah, drops so... the boat off he, like, so the criminals, like, escape by boat. One of them gets caught, and they're, like, counting their cash. Like, ha, 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 we got away. And Superman's just standing on deck, just staring at them all angry. Guy comes out from under deck with a big crowbar, hits him, and it just, like, vibrates his whole body. And Superman's like, bad vibrations? And that's when he drops the fucking boat in front of the police station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and before that, though, there's the... Cop, one cop's just like he's a blue suit and he flies and with like, little red boots in a cape and the other cop's like oh red boots in a cape how about you get off duty and go back to the bar and i'll join you in a little bit and then as they walk outside they see the boat and superman fly away and then the one officer's like mahoney i'll buy the first bottle i just gotta get my hat yeah <laughs> so uh yeah love it i love it Eddie, uh, Superman proceeds to save a cat from a tree, this and then one, a little girl probably, gets her ass kicked for it. You're goddamn right she does. But this is actually one of my favorite uh, kind of moments, because when I was thinking about it as I was watching this, like, think about this, right? This is something, maybe, I think we talked about this before, haven't we? But, like, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 might be the only other instance of, like, this kind of, like, a superhero going out of the way to help, like, just a citizen, or not do something, yeah. like, just being nice <laughs> general good deeds yeah. that aren't crimes yeah or having to like stop a building from falling over or you know not actiony just like a genuine moment of kindness for somebody that's why i really like that the, yeah him saying, Her- heroism that you could actually do yeah 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 that's what i would say as well like yeah it, it's just very nice, up until the little girl gets the shit knocked out of her. <laughs> she gets slid. I don't think she gets fucking... Oh, yeah, she gets, I don't like, think she rocked. gets fucking suplexed out of her shoes. <laughs> but I think, I think she just gets, like, smacked for being a... After life. Until yeah. the next day where, like, mom has to eat her words. But And, uh, yeah, then we see Air Force One and... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ed- fucking strikes the engine and it goddamn explodes because that happens all the time in <laughs> fucking air air travel. Dun-dun. Well, yeah, and then because they have a loss of engine on one of their four engines, mm-hmm. like a, that thing's like, going down fast, which d- definitely would not happen. But whatever. Uh, and then Superman's just like, oh, whatever, I'll just grab it and we'll just fly. It's, yep. it's fine. I got you. And he waves to the the yep, crew and the pilot. Is, that's awesome. That, the pilot's like, don't look over here. Yeah. Just fly. Just fly. Don't ask any questions. Just fly. <laughs> I can't tell you what it is. Just fly. Uh, we get to the Lex beach experience now because mm-hmm. he's, he's swimming, swimming in, in his, his big pool. pool. Yeah. And Miss Tessmacher's got like a whole beach area. Even Otis is in. It's beach day at the criminal house. Day. Yeah, at Luthor Lair. And uh, they're watching the news and. Alex is like, turn off the news. I have to develop my plans. And Otis brings him his robe while he's still in the pool because it's Otis. Mm hmm. Um, and, yep, there. And then Perry White, uh, Great Caesars. Yeah. Great Caesars Coast. 
There's a fucking flying man in Metropolis. I want to know all about him. I want to know if he has a girlfriend. I want to know if he has a wife. I want to know what kind of Bible he reads. I want to know what kind of (laughs) menthols he smokes. I want to know if he hates the Mets as much as I do. We all hate the Mets, Chief. That's right. (laughs) That's right. God hates the Mets. I don't know why that tickles me so much, but it does. <laughs> God hates them. <laughs> That's the only explanation for the past forever. Oh, since the start of the whole fucking franchise. <laughs> yeah, the Shea Stadium was on a fucking ancient Indian burial ground or something. <laughs> you moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. Oh, God, there's going to be uh, someone that'll listen in the next five years. They'll be like, hey, what did you say about the Mets? <laughs> it's like, oh, a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, I, oh, don't fucking get me started. Oh, they got me started. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, uh, Superman leaves. Well, uh, well Clark gives Lois, Lois, Lois finds, finds a, note. a note that yeah. says it's from a friend <laughs> and uh, meet me at eight. But uh, apparently... Place. Clark already had a date. Interesting uh, thing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's eight oh five, and Lois is pissed. Well, yeah, she's like, this is a big big moment. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yep, it's Superman. it's the biggest interview since Moses talked to God. <laughs> since when... God talked to Moses. I love Jackie Cooper. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they. Superman shows up and they proceed with the flirting and the interview questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lois is like, "Do you have a cock and balls?" And he's like, "Yes, I do." Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What are your measurements? <laughs> I, She's laying it on brief. She just she just opens right up like, just, like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" Yeah. Do you have a wife? Uh, do you have a mistress? Okay. Okay. Just do you just want talking. one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an interview mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Okay. Okay. What color underwear am I wearing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't see because you're standing in, in some next to some <laughs> lead. You're standing in fucking some planters. <laughs> I can't see through lead. Be sure to publish that, by the way. <laughs> I need the world to fucking wells. know. Yeah, <laughs> all my weaknesses. I'm also allergic to butter. <laughs> like, yeah like, i also don't drink on the job yeah i never lie i'm six foot four in my stocking feet because it's all it's you know 220 pounds i guess i don't know 225 yeah which puts me strongly in superman dimensions there you go. i was like hey i'm six foot four and 200 and some odd pounds i'm, I'm 210 <laughs> i'm go. i weigh less than superman yeah, I'll get there. Uh, yeah, but just the confidence, Dan. Yeah, they just yeah, and it's also the, the chemistry. Yeah, the they, chemistry. That's what I was about to mention. Like they, it's really yeah, they're re- they're really great. Uh, Chris Reeve and Margot Kidder, and they just embody the roles so well. And just because I, I am I am very old school. Superman and Lois Lane are the ones that belong together. He can mm-hmm. he can have the dalliances with the Lana and Lang and the Wonder Woman. And the Lori Lamaras, but uh, yeah, Lois Lane's the she. It, I don't know. I just uh, 
how I feel on the matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, they're a very cute couple. And you can tell Lois is crushing hard. God as, damn, fucking. She's nearly crumbling. She's and crazy. Superman is, like, playing it super fucking cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 very interesting to, to see. But, yeah. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, you you like you want to fly? I can just take you. And like, yeah. oh, it's like a fairy tale. Like, oh no, Peter Pan was fairy tales. I'm yeah. for real. This is legit. This is real. And I was like, Superman hates Peter Pan. <laughs> he fucking can't stand <laughs> this shit. <laughs> he fucking. <laughs> you get that peanut butter fucking peddling son of a bitch out of me, out of your yeah. thoughts. But yeah, then they come. Fl- they go flying for a while. Oh, wow takes a hot minute come fly with me let's and fly let's fly away as i understand it she's i hate i hate the thought of this too she was originally supposed to sing i don't know if out loud uh, or if like like just, d- <laughs> in her inner monologue <laughs> yeah but like cause she because like yeah they go through all of the metropolis landmarks like the statue, statue of freedom Liberty. yeah freedom <laughs> freedom it's legally distinct <laughs> and then yeah they they're they're hand holding and then he's just like hand holding hand holding got her by her fingers like bye bitch <laughs> <Drop ya>. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh never forget who's actually in charge lois it's life or death when you fly with me <laughs> <laughs> it's all full of surprises i have the power you know nothing about me I could be malicious. We just met. Uh, That's what you get for printing the lead. (laughs) She hasn't even printed it yet. (laughs) No, you can. That's what you you get for thinking about it. You wrote it down on your lead pencil. I couldn't see it. And uh, they continue to fly for a a while. I I, I think this is like. Yeah, they fly all, I all fucking this night. Bit. Every time I watch this movie, I skim this bit. I think this is where their extended 16 minutes came from. That probably is true. That's probably where I'm having the whole confusion. <laughs> uh, and at one point, Lois just has this whole inner monologue. Like, Can you read my mind? Because I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a whole poem. Like, she yeah. writes a, an entire, like, poem about Again, it. Again, like, it probably would have made sense if it was a song. I suppose, and but that and wouldn't have been cool at all. She just drops him off, or she drops, gets dropped off. They drop each other off. <laughs> they, they, he stops. <laughs> well, he flying. already dropped her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, he's like, well, I guess I gotta go. Uh, yeah. Bye. And yeah. It's like, yeah, he's really he's a Superman. Superman. That got his chest. Superman. See, as much as I like the idea right it's just so coincidental yeah that's just why i'm not a fan like that's just too coincidental and it it just and the name really takes off and that's just like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah man why hadn't i thought of that (laughs) what else are you gonna call him he hasn't given him anything else i was just gonna go by a friend yeah a friend the movie that's not you you got what i need Would you say I'm just a friend? <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I love 
genuinely wonderful. Thank you. Uh, fucking Bismarcky, the uh. movie. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I think I'm yeah. back. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, so Superman leaves, and Clark immediately knocks on the door. I love that, just the mm. super speed. And he's like, "Oh, hey, Lois, uh, you know we had a we had a date planned. I was gonna show you a real night on the town. Have you ever heard of Sizzler? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a place called Cheddar's? Oh man, there's this place called Olive Garden. I'm gonna show you unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks, Lois. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. I, I don't think that's mathematically possible. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Lois is just like sleepwalking. Oh yeah, yeah I gotta go change my nice. mask. Yeah, that's forget uh, uh, And then um, she shuts the door, and um, this is the part I'm talking about where you can see the immediate change. Yeah, because he stands up straight and he's like, you know, Lois. I have uh, something I want to tell you. He turned into Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> That's acting. Uh, <laughs> you never see it coming, kids. But uh, yes, he does the whole, like, he's about to reveal the the secret, and then he, he fucking just loses, then he it, realized, loses sack, and he's like, oh, that's a bad idea. I should. And then he's just like, you know, I guess we did just meet. Yeah. And she's a reporter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we cut to Lex Luthor reading the paper, and he's just like, "Huh, so God does hate the Mets." <laughs> Says it right here. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I guess I always knew mathematically. Yeah. Um, but yes, he's, uh, yes, he does not like lead. We can work with this. And mm. he said that Krypton exploded in 1948. We can work with this. And Lex Luthor figures out kryptonite. Yeah, I love on it. his. On his fucking own. I love he just, it. It's yeah. Because he's... It, ah, I can handle him because he's... Yes, that's very much like... like that's, of course he would. Because he's Lex Luthor. He has to be worthy of you know, facing off against Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he just... Like, he does it through just reading. He does it through just, like, you know, putting two and two together in his head. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, of course he I is. I think, just by me being so smart, that the radiation will fucking kill him yeah it'll weaken him yeah and miss testmark is like how do you know that and he's like i have a 200 iq yeah it's uh, the only thing that 200 it's the same number as otis's weight in my iq yep he's got all the best lines he does there's too many to write out um but he's got enough with that he's got to go fly to addis Ababa. And At some get that point, guy. yeah, all three of them got to go to Addis Ababa, kill some dude, grab the rock, come back, find a lead Can crate. you smell? What? Oh, no, no, to grab the rock. I didn't hear what you said. If you smell oh. the rock. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then, yes, they got to go steal a nuclear. Well, they got to reprogram a nuclear. We got to re- reprogram a nuclear. Well, then they got to. Otis fucks it up the first time, and then they got to reprogram well, another one. So, yes, here's the plan, such as it is. Miss Tessmacher, here's a red dress. Well, now, here, here's, the, here's the plan. I'm going to remote control crash a car. Then, Miss <laughs> Tessmacher, you're going Which to is... lay on the side of the road next to this completely fucking destroyed vehicle, and nobody's yeah. going to look, look, look you're one gonna way go about it because you're going to be wearing a napkin. Yeah. And, yeah. Then... And, and much like most self-driving cars, it'll be a death trap and I'll crash it. <laughs> yeah. And, I, lo- I love that he has a remote control car, 
when the entire plan comes is like them happening upon the crash. Yeah. So like he didn't he could have just Well you gotta you gotta you gotta be method. You gotta make it you know Yeah. They they might gotta sell it. Larry and ha- then, Larry Hagman might fucking investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Morty's about to. <laughs> well, and yeah, this is the next part of the plan. While the army officers are sexually assaulting you, I Otis will sneak in and like uh and reprogram the missile. He'll yeah. write it down on his stubby little arm <laughs> where we need it to go. Paper's expensive. And yeah, the yes, the dude from Be- it, was he from Bewitched? Is that? I think so, but Dallas is the main thing. Uh, yeah, Dallas. That's why I was like, he's from some. I know him from classic yeah. television. Well, it's like Rex Reed is in the movie, and nobody nowadays would know who the fuck that is. Yeah, he's um, like he. Lois introduces him, to Clark, to him as he's walking in on the Daily Planet. Oh, uh, yeah, I had no idea who that was. He's a he's like a movie critic or a journalist or something. Hmm. But yeah, it would have got a massive pop in 1978. People would have known who it was, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, it's like, um, yeah, so it's Jr. Isn't it? It's Jr. Right? That's who it is. I'm pretty sure. Dallas? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I never watched Dallas, but I. I, I oh really? That. You missed out on Dallas? Yeah. I mean, it's so popular. You would have thought I would have caught on, it, but it, you know, it only happened a scant, you know. 30 seven years, years <laughs> seven years before your birth <laughs> i mean considering all the old shows i watched it is weird. yeah it is um he's like no no man i gotta do i uh, you know with this level of injury we gotta have a throw chest massage and mouth to mouth and i'm like dude she just got in a car accident <laughs> like yeah turn around i gotta go we gotta do this in faith, private. boys it's just like yeah sarge this seems awful fucked up uh, okay, uh, to be not to be fair to the no. sexual assaulter, but she is uh, she is partaking in a plan to kill hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's a little ridiculous. It's like Miss Tessmacher is just so hot; they will be complete. All of them will be that distracted. That's true too. And uh, Lex shows up. Let's hope that these army men have no standards or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in the army. They're this fine. Yeah, they'll stop the entire convoy and we will not look at the nuclear warheads. But yes, and Otis... Uh, Otis fucks up. So yeah, yeah Lex it, goes by and, in an ambulance and they hop in and it's like, wait, you, there was supposed to be... The last one was supposed to be a seven. You, there's four numbers, Otis. Mm-hmm. There's four numbers, Otis, and then he gets into a fight. You want to see it, a well, long arm? You want to see whoa. a long arm? Well, that's what he says. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> whoa. Like, <laughs> and then, well, because it's funny, because when you see Otis again, he has a fucking black eye. Yeah, and... he does. And and then Lex, um, he's thought of everything. He has a house on a co- like he's towing a house, and he takes it to a bridge, like a narrow bridge, so that Miss Tessmacher can climb in the heels over the bridge and reprogram it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now Jimmy Olsen is at the Hoover Dam. Yep. Taking pictures of the Hoover Dam for the Daily Planet. Because, <laughs> you know, when you're talking about uh shady land deal, take pictures of the Hoover Dam. We gotta get establishing shots. <laughs> the look at all this worthless land. <laughs> yeah, look at all this worthless. Yeah, that's 
this is the paper, the news article of the century. Someone's buying uh, land at exorbitant prices, and Lois Lane has decided that the only way that she can conduct this interview is in a country road. I know, it was weird, isn't it? In, in a giant fucking Buick with a tape recorder as she's driving and trying to keep the car on there. And he's like, the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. He's just buying up all the lands for really high prices. All right, well, thank you for your time. When someone what offers a great... you a stupid, crazy price like he did, you just smile and take the money. Well, yeah, thanks. That's all it. Right, that's all I needed. <laughs> she, that's what she said. She's like, I yeah. got it. <laughs> that's a wrap, everybody. I got the article. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot buys land at high price. <laughs> like, what's shady about that? That's not shady. That's just dumb. <sighs> More at 11. <laughs> like, what are you... Read about, about how to not do a land deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, so, it's a really slow news day. It's so slow of a news day at Metropolis. They sent their best reporter to fucking Arizona. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize winning. Re- well, not Arizona. She'd be well, in California, the, right? Nevada. Okay, yeah, Nevada. <clears throat> yeah, they sent her to Lake Mead to talk to some dude That's about right, a land yeah. deal. <laughs> So yeah, Clark uh, has not been told about this either. That's just how the Daily Planet rolls. And uh, it's like, yeah, there's a meteorite's been stolen. The world's going to hell. Clark Perry pulls him in. Mm, and like, you're, in office, yeah. you, you know what you're missing, Clark? Humility? He's like, no, you got oh, fucking bags of bags humility. Bags of humility. You got <laughs> humility for days. You got humility coming out your fucking ears. No, I fucking... You need... You need uh, Aggression. Yeah. Ruthless aggression, Ruth- and he oh, slaps him. Fuck, that'd be amazing if he suddenly <laughs> turned into Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vinnie Mac just put the fate of the Daily Planet is in my hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and but no time for this reference because we got a hypersonic threat that oh, only yeah, dogs the, and Superman can hear. Dogs and Superman are going crazy. Yeah, and it's like Superman. I know you can hear me. So. I've got a gas canister. Get this a poison whole... capsule, and it'll if uh, if it releases, it'll kill a whole bunch of people. So you got to get to this frequency right quick. And I love the uh, okay. So another kind of thing that irks me about this fucking what we see here is so Clark just jumps out the window, uh-huh. and just a flash of light happens, and he transforms. That's just one just, of his powers. Oh. It's a common. <laughs> I, it's just one of the like superman's classic powers oh is it is yeah it? he just turns into a Flash being of pure man. light <laughs> he becomes he a, moves a, a so fast of... he just becomes a being of pure illumination and you can't see him change he he radiates off of his suit he's moving and... so fast he fucking shines <laughs> so, that's what faster than the eye can see yep um and, and he so, does yeah, that yeah. it's it's a classic power. It's right up there with, uh, you know, being able to, you know, the freeze breath, the yeah, heat ray. Great Wall of China vision. The, yeah, uh, Roofy Kiss and the Cellophane S. Yeah, we'll get to that fucking Cellophane S here soon. It's my uh, favorite of all of the Superman powers. But I do powers. like, I, I like uh, seeing him fly around Metropolis and all the people reacting to him when he, you know, like in the windows and stuff. I like that. Mm-hmm. And he reaches a... Uh, reaches a, a corner and he's like back off everybody i gotta start i gotta spin real real fucking fast and he does and 
the, he drills. Yeah, he drills down uh, into the underground near Luthor's lair. And they're used in some versions of this movie. So for a long time, there was a whole sequence at this section that was cut out forever. And it was called the gauntlet. And basically Superman walks through and he gets attacked by machine guns, by flamethrowers, by things that like freeze him to slow him down as he gets to Lex's lair. And that's mm-hmm. where I was hoping that extra fucking time was. Nah. Nope, nope, not here. They always we needed the more. Cool we needed more uh, the time where Lois and and Superman could fly around singing a whole new world. <sighs> yeah. yeah. No one that. to tell us no. I let you go. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, then Superman just punches down a fucking door. Yep. I think he's here, Mr. Luthor. Oh, he thinks he's here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, <clears throat> yes, it, this is our big confrontation. I love it, though. I just love how they just play off each other. Mm-hmm. Like, Lex yep. is so... He's almost like General Zod levels of cocksure at this point. He's like, there's I'm in no fucking harm of Superman mm-hmm. doing nothing to me. No, so yeah. In fact, I'm so positive. No, there's not the the gas thing. That was just one of my plans. Yeah. It's in the back of my mind, really. Mm-hmm. Let me hear. Walk over here to the salon, and I'll show you my actual plan. My actual I've plan. I've created slides. Uh, Otis, uh, put the thing over California. Yeah, you can see here. This is the United States. Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, have you been there? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the San Andreas Fault. Uh, I was thinking of GTA. (laughs) Yeah, this is where Carl lives. Yeah, and this is where Grove Street is, and this is where you kill Big Smoke. (laughs) And And you only had to follow the train, Clark. (sighs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, so I've bought up all this land here. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely useless. Superman's like, why? And uh, Lex Luthor's like, I, I predict that a 500 megaton bomb at exactly the right point will cause that bitch to sink right into the ocean. Yeah, and then he all sees... all my land just prime property. And he sees, yeah, look at this. Lex Estates. Lex the, Lextopia. Uh, Otisburg. You know, Otisburg. And he's like, Mish Teshmaka has her own place. And she and, does. And do you know what it's called? It's the Teshmaka Peaks. He named a place fucking funny. He named a place after his girlfriend's tits. God damn it, because he's a supervillain. That's how he rolls. Yeah, and he won't even let any place be called Otisburg. No, god damn it. You won't demean Lextopia with an Otisburg. Otis did make it into the comics, by the way. Oh, he did? He did. And you want to know what his last name is? What? Berg. Berg? Yeah. Yeah, Nice. Um, but yeah, so uh, unfortunately for all the people on the other side of the San Andreas, uh, you know, small Otis little, was uh, an idiot, and the people of Hackensack are about to be obliterated. Really? Because I thought it was not. I thought that was intentional. I thought Lex just hated Miss Tessmacher's mom, no. or just wanted. No, the whole reason that they got the Otis fucks up the first missile, so it has to go to Hackensack. They don't have time to fix it. So oh, they, so they have to find another one, and that. Yeah. Where was it supposed to go initially? I don't know. The atmosphere? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, but that's that's I, the oh, way I've that's... always inferred it. So, because okay. Otis fucks it up, and that's that's why one is like, and that's why she like, 
she doesn't realize that it's going to Hackensack until Lex says it. My yeah. mother lives in Hackensack. Yeah. And he just kind of shrugs and like, yeah, well, <laughs> not <fuck>. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a quick call, I guess. Like, yeah. But I, that just time. shows just how, like, you know, casually, I mean, casually malicious, just how psychotic he is with the being fine with the death of millions of people. But yeah, fuck it. My girlfriend, Ma, two birds, one stone. <laughs> like, fuck Hackensack. Yeah. And he's. It'll just cause the dead. real estate value of New Jersey to skyrocket. Once you irradiate it, it'll be worth way more. Once you replace it with a big fucking hole in the ground, people will love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, anyway, Superman. All this, uh, yeah, this has been great. Um, so, yeah, so the detonator's somewhere. I guess I could shut it off. And, like, he sits on a lead box. He's like, because nah. <laughs> he said that I can't see through lead. Get off the box. Yeah. He's just, uh, I'm going to pick you up. Just get off the box. And then and Superman tosses him, and he's like, don't open that! I swear! And he's like, Superman just gives him this great, like, oh, fuck off, look. Well, because uh, there's also no way that Superman could catch both the missiles. No. There's the other thing. Like, they're already been launched, and, you know, do you mean these missiles? Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a rock. Superman's greatest nemesis. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and it, he put he did make it into its own like uh, piece well, of jewelry yeah, for gave Superman. Him a fucking gave him a bling chain. Fucking, yeah, here you go. Here you go. Here's this a is pimp something chain. to die with. Yeah, there you go. You're gonna be swag here as you, you die. Go. You're like the Flava Flava Kryptonians. Now go sink in the pool. Uh, here you go, <laughs> and we'll be reborn, baptized in the water, the irradiated waters of the earth. Oh, yeah, and John Ratzenberger is there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I forgot his name, but, yeah, I saw that. He's one of the operators of the missile. Yeah, it's like, you know, he's the one of the – he's Cliff in Cheers and mm-hmm. uh, the voice of the ham in yeah. Toy Story. And in a lot of Pixar movies, actually, if you listen for him, you'll hear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, he's here. But, yes, the uh, – yeah, the missiles are, are launched and uh, things are not looking good. But Miss Tessmacher uh, comes and saves Superman, but only on the condition that he saves Hackensack first. Yeah, the only time anyone would ever choose New Jersey over anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And he agrees, and he, she takes the, the chain off. Well, before she takes the chain off, she kisses him. Mm-hmm. And he takes the chain off, and he's like, well, why'd you kiss me? Yeah. And never like, got he probably the... wouldn't let me later. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> And he's like, well, you better back away. I'm about to just take the roof off this place. Yeah, I'm about to go uh, crumble this place into fucking dust. And he does. Mm-hmm. And flies and he... to Hackensack. Yep. And saves the fine people of Hackensack. Yep. Unfortunately, the San Andreas fault gets totally hit. Oh, it's and... fucked. It's completely. I mean, he doesn't have enough time. He just, Lex just said, he doesn't have enough time to catch both of them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, Lois, who's been driving on empty because her car can only go, like, 500 feet to the to the gallon mm-hmm. uh, because it's a 70s car, stops at a gas station, and the gas station explodes, and all hell's breaking loose. The it Hoover Dam just it fucking— It doesn't just explode. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like, it doesn't. The it's 1970s station standards. She just stopped by her, and she's <laughs> like, oh, I wonder why boom, <laughs> fucking it exploded like Krypton. No. Yeah, like, no. There were things rumbling, and then things happened. Yeah, the earth the earthquakes a little bit, and uh, the gas station in California explodes. Yeah, with yeah. nobody in it. It Thank was just God. an abandoned gas station. 
Presumably. I mean, we don't know. Um, and yeah, the Hoover Dam collapses and it sends a big, like, wall of water going through. Like, a, a train, uh, like, the is golden, about to get derailed. Yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge is going to fucking collapse. And all kinds of. Superman's got his hands full. Like, he really should have picked the first war, the first missile. He doesn't lie. That's true. And, uh, all, yeah. So he first he goes into the San Andreas and just fixes it. Yeah. They, you know, just lifts it up. That's all it needed. <laughs> all it needed. He just gave it really encouraging words and just like you you're can a get good past fault, this. and everyone really likes you're you. You're not at fault, okay? I don't blame you anymore. <laughs> and that done, he causes a rock slide, which stops the uh, big wall of water from killing everybody downstream from the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. He stops at the Hoover Dam and shuts off from runaway power. Yep. He saves Jimmy Olsen and drops him off in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Save his place of all. He saves uh, the train by becoming... Doesn't he become part of the tracks? Yeah, he like, lay, like, not lays on the tracks, but he, like, yeah, becomes... <laughs> his body kind of forms the other rail. Mm-hmm. He saves a bunch of motorists on the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Including only... a school bus full of children. Yeah. This will never become relevant later. No, nah, he shouldn't have done that. No, he should have let it drop. And then Lois, though, unfortunately, is running on fumes, and the ground opens up, and she's uh, killed. Yep. She... <laughs> it's a bit more... It's not sudden as that, but yeah, she basically I mean, suffocates. Rocks falls, Lois dies. It's like a bad <laughs> DM. <laughs> Yeah, it's like and it's a shame, too, because if she had just moved like 10 feet a little bit more with that car, the fissure wouldn't have opened up anymore. It's, exactly. It was just right at the end. There was no way for her to escape, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Superman gets there and yeah, he's just sees that she's just been buried. And he fucking gets pissed. Yeah. Well, he pulls her out of the, the dirt and. You know, kisses her dead body, and that's when he gets pissed. And he really great acting from Chris Reeves' part, just that raw emotion, and, and the, just like just like zooms Fuck past. No, this is not fair. I am deciding that this is not fair, and I am going to take measures to uh, fix this. And his yeah. his Scott, heavenly sky father's like, Clark, you can't do it. You can't it's interfere forbidden. with history. It's forbidden it's... by McLeod face. Then I'm gonna give you such a slap. And uh, then Clark also hears, son, you are here for a reason. And, you know, Clark decides, you know, basically, you know, the certain it takes some agency and he's like, fuck it. I'm going to change history. So if I could back turn back time. time. Yeah, yeah. If I could find a way, I'd take back all those rocks that killed Lois. And he does. And he does. And he just goes around the earth really, 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 really fast. Yeah. He, it's the it, visualizing him traveling back in time. That's basically what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And the Earth, it's like, not is spinning, spinning and it's... backwards. You bastards! <laughs> I kid that always. Uh, anyway. Um. But yeah, he, he he does. He just like finds Lois and like. Yeah, uh, she's hey, fine. Yeah. You get yeah. out of the car. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. it. Yeah. And they have a little conversation. Jimmy, ru- they're about to kiss, and then Jimmy ruins the moment because that's what Jimmy does. 
that cock tease Jimmy Olsen. He's not a cock tease. He's a cock blocker. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, he it'd is. be way different if he like if he like got up to the got up rolled up to the man. He's like <laughs> Superman. Zip. <laughs> like how am I looking? <laughs> <laughs> I need help. Oh. <laughs> like, that's, that's a cock tease, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> like, just like, like in the camera lens. Like. <laughs> oh, Superman, I'm glad you're here. I'm wearing the slow cut pants. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to take a bunch of pictures? Yeah. <laughs> Just all fucked up. And Superman's like, I am I am out of here. All right. I'm going. I'm your pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to save me? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and thus. The day is saved, and <laughs> yeah. Superman, the only thing he has left to do is just pick up Lex and Otis and just drop him off at prison. Yep, and Lex uh, takes off his hairpiece and reveals that he's bald, finally. Mm-hmm. And uh, argues, as he makes the bold declaration that he's the greatest criminal mind of our time, you know, Otis is, you know, being Otis, so they argue. And the warden's like, oh, thanks for doing that, Superman. And Superman's like, ah, you're fucking welcome. And then he flies off into the night. That's it. Yep, and that well flies off into well, basically uh, out of out of the atmosphere, and then and smiles at the camera, and then cut to black. Oh, this movie's great. It's awesome. It's wonderful. Yeah, um, I don't think anything that we're going to cover is going to top this. Um, no, it'll be. It, I don't know. It'll be fun to go through all the stuff though again. I don't know. Four will give it a run for its money, I guess. No, I'm I'm not saying, like, in a good way. I'm just, like, it'll be fun to just kind of go through them again. Because it's been a while since I've seen seen the others. Yeah. So, yeah. This will be be fun. So, yeah, we got a bit of a different thing going for you for next week. Well, we're going to do the normal Superman 2, but then as a bonus, we're going to do the Donner Superman 2. And we'll explain what that means yeah when we get there like that'll be that thursday that's the plan yes um is to have that uh and then from there uh you know more more normal superman superman 3 uh supergirl and Mm -hmm. superman 4 god help us all and then superman (laughs) returns and, yeah. and uh, then a, and then a, another special episode will be peppered in there. We'll cover the death of Superman Lives, the documentary. Um, yeah, there's just no good breaking point with the Superman movies, so we're just going to power through them all. We're just going to go through them faster than a speeding bullet. And damn right. More powerfully powerful than, than a locomotive. locomotive. And uh, creep, you out the, creep you out faster than that cock tease Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> My shirt became unbuttoned. <laughs> you oh, can't no. touch <laughs> Superman. I spilled water on my pants. Like, well, <laughs> you creepy fuck. <laughs> Get out of here, Superman. There was a sale on bananas. Watch me <laughs> eat. <laughs>
the lasting mark of this franchise would be the cock tease Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> uh, you know, for a lot of it, though, it'll make Jimmy Olsen much more interesting. Cause yeah, he's I generally... know, right? They never really do anything with him, which is a shame. <laughs> Imagine him as just really wanting to fuck Superman. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Nobody else. Oh, God. <laughs> Good times. Good times, great oldies. Mm. <sighs> so yeah, well, Superman 2 is next, but until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.